0: Welcome, guys and gals. I'm Connor Beaton, and today we're going to be talking about why it's not a political issue, it's a moral issue. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, following me on Instagram, or are tuned into the Man Talks community that's on Facebook, you'll probably know by now that I usually don't talk about politics. Because everyone talks about politics and they're everywhere and damn, it can get tiring. (laughs) It can really be exhausting uh, with the bombardment of political conversations that happen in the media right now that are happening at the dinner table that are happening uh, on uh, contents on shows like this, you know, celebrities and influencers making political statements. And so I am less interested in making some sort of political statement of my personal uh, opinion of where I stand from a left or right perspective and more of looking to have a quick conversation today about how some of the stuff that is going on right now in the political landscape aren't actually political issues. They are being branded as political issues, but the issues that we're facing are moral ones, and there's a big distinction. And one of the main issues with this is that a lot of people don't necessarily know how to address moral problems. So I'm going to get into that in a second, and I'm going to give you some examples. But the reason why I don't normally talk about politics is, you know, when I first started Man Talks, we had uh, really open conversations about everything. Absolutely no subject was off limits in the man talks community on Facebook. After Trump got elected, however, it was there is this really interesting thing where politics would come up in the group and the conversation would immediately move from being respectful to something that was disrespectful. There was name calling. You know, people are acting like teenagers. Uh, They're not listening to one another, slamming each other. You know, there's Shitty, uh, half-baked memes that are just getting thrown around from both sides, and I just was disinterested in it. I, I didn't, I didn't care to have those conversations, mostly because those types of conversations don't actually evolve into anything healthy or positive or good. They actually don't do anything. What they do is create more separation and segregation between people who have different political opinions, and because of The the sort of state that we interact with each other on computers because we are you know sitting behind a screen and we don't have somebody standing in front of us that's capable of punching us directly in the face when we speak uh, disrespectfully to them Uh, people people sort of uh, let themselves fall into this trap of treating the people that they're talking about like like they are less than human beings and this is part of the problem is that when political conversations come up, moral obligation to respectful discourse seems to go out the window. And this happens on both sides. This isn't a left or a right thing. This is a, a human being thing. And what I started to notice is that a lot of people can't differentiate the, 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 the difference between something that is a political opinion and something that is a moral problem. And right now we have some very real uh, moral problems that are coming up, and and you can see that in the political landscape there are uh, situations where there are moral uh, there there are moral bypassing, right? There's moral uh, hypocrisy, right? An example the other day, this one got I got a good kick out of this. There is a, an anti-LGBT Uh, politician that had to resign after he was caught having sex with a man in his office. So this guy is anti-gays. He's literally tried to push through legislation that would ban gay marriage. Uh, He believed in conversion therapy. Uh, So he's an Ohio lawmaker who sort of routinely put out his very hyper-Christian faith and anti-LGBTQ views. He had to resign because he was caught having sex with a man in his office. So this guy's name is Wes Goodman, and he's a Republican state legislator. His wife is the assistant director to an annual anti-abortion rally known as the March for Life. So they're very hyper-conservative, and he has built his entire career and platform on being anti-gay. The whole thing has been built off of this, this idea that everything that gay people stand for is wrong and incorrect. And yet here he is getting caught having sex with a man. And this is not a political problem, right? That you can very clearly see, politics have nothing to do with that. It is a moral issue. And it's a moral issue mostly because his faith, his sort of extremist beliefs, have led him down the path of believing that there is something inherently wrong with people that are gay, that have a, a different opinion of sex or sexual orientation than, than they do. And that, that, that person, because they are outlawed by their religion is, you know, going to go to hell. And then because of that, they try and pass laws that diminish that person's ability to live the same type of freedom, live with the same type of freedom that they live. And that their religion actually preaches, right? Because the, you know, religion actually preaches inclusivity. When you really get down to it, you know, Jesus said, love thy neighbor as, as you love thyself, right? So love all thy neighbors, not whether they believe in the same religion as you, or whether they, you know, have sex with the same people as you, uh, or they have the same sexual orientation as you, or they have the same religious beliefs as you love thy neighbor as they, as you would want them to love you back literally love everyone. But there is a discrimination that seems to happen when people don't understand morality. And a lot of these issues that that we are facing in our political landscape, in our media conversations, in the conversations that happen online, they are less about political issues and they are more um, about a, a moral standing. And some people taking a stand for what is morally good and just. And you can see this in university campuses, right? There are people like Jordan Peterson and Sam Harris and the like. You know, there's a whole bunch of people that are starting to sort of go go to university campuses and, and have very uh, rational debates and conversations around uh, LGBTQ rights, transgender, uh, you know, non-binary, very like conservative and liberal conversations that are starting to happen. And the interesting thing is that the the conservative voices are being completely shut down in university settings. They're being protested. Some of them are getting attacked. You know, they're they're violently being threatened. And so here you have uh, here you have the, the sort of left being this very uh, anti- freedom of speech all of a sudden, it's like inclusive, they're they're fighting for inclusivity, but not if it comes at the cost of somebody believing something that something's different from their belief. And when you pull back a little bit further, you can start to see that there's a systemic issue that when we don't, when we don't really teach our kids how to understand morality, how to understand what morality is and how to have a moral compass. We leave them with the inability to discern what is good and just for the individual and the collective simultaneously, and we leave them with their own either personal opinions about something, or we leave them to be very susceptible to the indoctrination of political views that maybe benefit the extremely wealthy. Uh, religious views that also benefit the extremely wealthy or the, or the selective few that believe in what that religion believes in. And we leave them very susceptible to not being able to discern for themselves what is progressive for all and for one. So morality is literally uh, the, the principles concerning the distinction between right and wrong or good and bad behavior. And it's a, polit- it's a particular system of values and principles of conduct especially one held by a specified person or society. And so when we look at something like what just happened recently with with Donald Trump, right, he just told four uh, Congresswomen that uh, are all, all ethnic, uh, three of them happened to be born in the United States. One of them was actually born outside the United States. He told them all to go back to their their dirty, broken countries uh, or some iteration of that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not actually quoting his tweet verbatim. But he basically said, go back to your country and, uh, you know, spend time trying to fix that. Don't worry about ours. And this is not a political issue, right? Clearly it's, it's racist, right? And it's, it's hard to hear, uh, any form of any form of disagreement with that. But even if you, even if for some reason, uh, you don't think that it's racist, it's an immoral thing because these are United States citizens. That have the freedom of speech to be able to, because that's in the, that's in the Constitution, it's the amendment. Uh, they have the freedom of speech to be able to voice their beliefs, voice what they think is good and just for the American citizen, represent their community, uh, represent their minority community, represent their their uh, their base and their city, and and yet they're being told to go back from where they came from but three of them were actually born in this country. So should they go back to the city that they were born in, in within the United States? It, you can see how the logic sort of breaks down. And so it's not a political thing. It is literally a moral thing. And when we allow these immoral behaviors and comments to go on, right? If you are out there listening to this and you know you are the son or daughter of an immigrant, whether you are second or third generation, you're still an immigrant. Right. (laughs) You might be, quote unquote, more American or more Canadian or more Australian or more uh, Great Britain than some other people. But largely, you are probably an immigrant. Very, you know, very few people have these huge lineages in one country. A lot of people move around countries. I'm a perfect example. I married an American. Right. So our kids will have a dual citizenship. So we can see that there's a moral problem in the statement of if you don't believe in what I believe in, then you should just get out. And that is a that is a very very slippery slope to being able to justify and rationalize horrendous uh, behavior and horrendous uh, beliefs and actions. And so you know this is why so many people are standing up against this type of comment. And you know if you were from a different country. Or let's just say I'm going to use myself as an example. My grandfather was from Scotland. My grandmother was from England, and uh, we, you know, they came here. They started a life. They, you know, my grandfather fought in in World War II for the Canadian military. My grandmother served for the for the British military, and and fought against the Nazis. And if as a Canadian, if somebody told me to go back to where I came from like my grandfather literally fought for the country in one of the greatest wars of all time. And and so, you know, I think that there's a, a very disrespectful tone and it's meant to demean, it's meant to separate, it's meant to segregate, it's meant to spread hate and violence. It's not for the benefit of anyone. And it doesn't follow a principle of distinction between what's right and wrong. It clearly sides with the side of wrong. And so, in your day-to-day, I would encourage you to, and again, you don't have to listen to what I'm saying. You can completely dis- disagree with what I'm saying, and you can you can do so. But when we look at some of the challenges and some of the shitstorm that seems to be happening in media when it comes to politics, when it comes to Republicans versus Democrats, when it comes to you know transgender rights and all these other types of things, we have to step back and and stop politicizing these issues and start looking looking at them from a humanistic, moral perspective because it gives us a very different lens to look through. And the big challenge is that we'll realize that some people don't understand what morality is. They just don't know. They haven't been taught and they are living in such a fear-based mentality and a scarcity existence that morality takes a... Uh, a back seat to their political opinions, beliefs, and preferences so that they can push that narrative because they want to get out of this scarcity and this fear-based mentality. And they have been sold a bill of goods that says, if you just buy into this fear, if you just buy into this scarcity, and you just buy into this hate for these other people for long enough, maybe your needs will get met. And that, my friends, is not moral it is not moral to get people to pit to pit people against other people and say if you just hate them long enough maybe we'll meet your needs that is a form of uh, social manipulation it's a form of human manipulation and it it uses power wields power in an absolutely horrendous way and so you know i would i would just challenge you all Take a step back from some of the situations that you see and try and look at them from a moral perspective. And it might give you a different set of context. I've been working with this for some some time now and I've found it to be incredibly powerful. So I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that you bring morality more into your conversations, especially the political ones. And ask yourself, how do I want to show up? How how do I want to show up in a moral way in these conversations? Because we need to start breaking the trend of well they threw shit on my side of the fence so i'm going to throw extra shit back at them we need to we need to end that that form of communication right we all heard the saying an eye for an eye makes the world world blind and it seems to be that people are morally blinding the crap out of each other right now and we need to bring some moral sanity back into the conversation and the equation. So I hope that you enjoyed this. If you did, share it with someone. Don't just uh, leave this information for you. They might enjoy it. They might hate it. Whatever it is, share this conversation with them. goes a long way. And uh, don't forget to leave us a rating and review. Until next week, this is Connor Beaton signing off.